It is just about 60 years ago since I stumbled into aeronautics. It happened this way. I was working at the Daimler Motor Company designing motor buses when they, when they decided to throw a party for people to look around the works. Amongst the visitors was Mervyn O'Gorman and quite by chance he asked me whether I knew of anybody who could take on a job at Farnborough where he just where he had just been an appointed superintendent. I said I, I said I'd think about it. And finally I wrote to him and suggested myself. And that's how I got into aeronautics. I went to Farnborough in January 1910, knowing nothing whatsoever about aeronautics. Fortunately for me, nobody else knew very much either. So we all started pretty level. The first work I had to do was to design airships, because the, the, the war office for whom we worked didn't believe in aeroplanes at all. Under O'Gorman's guidance, we, d we designed a big airship, a fairly big uh, non-rigid airship called the Delta. This, had, this, as a matter of fact, had a long life, and it was used during the 1914 war by the Navy. And I'm told that it held, held the record of speed of 45 miles an hour, which, 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 which was a record for a non-rigid. Anyhow, we all wanted very much to work, start on aeroplanes, but the war office wouldn't let us. And then one day, I happened to go to the, the aeronautical exhibition, and there I met Geoffrey de Havilland, whom I had known when he was a student at Williams and Robinson's. I said, hello, what, what are you doing? He, he said, I'm, what have you been doing? He said, well, my father gave me a thousand pounds. My grandfather gave me a thousand pounds. And with that, I've, I got married, designed one aeroplane that wouldn't fly, and now I've designed a second one that will fly, and I'm broke. I said, you're the very man we want. Go and see Mervyn O'Gorman. We cut a long story short. He was taken on then as chief as test pilot, and, we, and his aeroplane was bought for four hundred pounds. Well, after that, we still had no permission to design aeroplanes, but we, we, we made experimental aeroplanes by converting the old, nominally converting the old, the, the last one that we'd, that we'd made. It was called reconstruction, but of course it was really making new, new aeroplanes. Well, we knew, we, we knew very little about it, but uh, we learned fairly fast, and when the 1914 war started, we were the only Farnborough was the only place that had proper drawings of uh, aeroplanes and engines suitable 
for, for war. The result of it was that the B-2C was adopted as a standard aeroplane and it was uh, manufactured by all sorts of motor, motor car firms. I, say, I stayed at Farnborough until 1917 and I reckon that these are the best and most exciting years of my life. Then the pressure of the outside firms became too strong for, for, the, for, the, for the War Office. And, um, or rather the uh, Flying Corps. And I was offered a job at Armstrong Whitworth Aircraft, Armstrong Sidley Aircraft, at about three or four times the wages I was getting at Farnborough. I went on for, for many years designing aeroplanes, including the uh, SE Siskin and the, the Argus civil, civil aircraft. But I never enjoyed myself so much as I did in the first days when everything was new and exciting. <laughs>